Hey there, this is Fred Passaro, and you're listening to Metal Matters, the official Gimme Metal podcast, where we explore all things new, some things classic, but all things heavy, with my co-host, Michael Berdan. Today we are joined by friend of this show and one of our favorite human beings, Max Bowman. Max is one of those rare individuals whose approach to extreme music is all but fully subverted by his warmth. He is the frontman of Doom Death Giant's Motiferum, as well as the guitarist for Grind Maniac's Caustic Wound. Oddly enough, we here at Metal Matters befriended Max while he was playing guitar with the Tony Molina Band, a pop group whose extreme metal pedigree rivals many of the deepest heads in the world. We caught up with Max to talk about his roots, what it was like to make a record during the pandemic, and rip on Tony a bunch. Stay right where you are. What's up, dude? I was trying to... <clears throat> I realized I clicked on it on my, uh, on my phone, and I was like, fuck, maybe I should do it on my computer, but I guess if we're not doing visuals, it doesn't really matter. Um, oh wait no Bernan there i mean i'm i'm on fucking video just to like kind of like be a for like no good reason yeah like yeah like you don't you definitely don't need to be on video i'm just like yeah fucking like you know kind of like looking over and like checking myself out and being like ooh, my swoop is looking good huh and like i'll my swoop is looking good let me yeah my swoop is looking good <laughs> your swoop like is looking pretty good you have like you definitely have like kind of it's it's is that a covid swoop is that <laughs> I think, yeah that's a it's a fucking yeah it's definitely a covid swoop <laughs> fucking Hi. hell yeah hell yeah brad turn your fucking Yo, camera on you goddamn coward my Don't camera's me. my camera's actually broken to oh be, yeah well, my camera's actually broken <laughs> <laughs> you i wish i wish it wasn't because the, the funny thing about it is fred's got this whole fucking like pro podcast like <laughs> fucking like boop set up he's got like fancy microphone with a spit guard and like he's in like a nice chair and it's like fucking like <clears throat> It's like it's like you're talking to fucking like Mark Marin or like more more accurately like you know like <laughs> fucking oh, like here you know comes, like like Opie and Anthony but with like worse <laughs> politics and um but then like you know we, we don't even get to see that now because he like put all his <laughs> shit in the presentation that he didn't fucking take care of the goddamn camera yeah. so. Now we just have to like look at Instagram for that at that po- photo he posted today of himself in a Proud Boy shirt. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I was. Oh, man, fucking Fred's got like he's got some skeletons in the closet there. With that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's like I know. You, I know you worked with Gavin McGinnis for a minute, but goddamn, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, no, I, knew I, that, about, like, I knew I was. I, I've shit. never, I've never done a podcast before, so I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, do I want to like, <clears throat> do I want to like actually like act like I'm cool and like maybe like get a cool setup in my office and like put on a you know like a cool shirt and like maybe light some candles and be like hey this is where i write all the riffs man or <laughs> no i just i, got, I finished <laughs> the up riffs. I, I, I just got off work from the fucking pizza shop and i came home and fed my dogs and now i'm off my couch and it's like that's that's more authentic so yeah but yeah, uh, that's real shit that's yeah. real shit yeah anyway yeah, yeah. Man, i was just i was just sitting i was just watching 
married at first sight and now i'm sitting here talking to you guys so yeah that's the real shit <laughs> i watched two episodes of jeopardy i watched the, <laughs> the current one and then i watched the last episode of the tournament of, Ch of champions yeah and uh before that i watched the local news uh -huh. and the national news because that's like because i'm like fucking like i don't know i'm signing up for aarp and shit like this is here's a question for you though here. Berdan. if if you don't leave your house ever does the local news have any applicability to you i mean <laughs> it does like as much as like it did my grandma when she was into that shit <laughs> okay you fair know? Enough. <laughs> like it's like yeah you know i fucking like watch human interest I mean, it's stories like, how, it's like, how yeah, cool. are you supposed to make people think that you care about other people if you don't like you know <laughs> i'm just uh, yeah I'm exactly just no that that's <laughs> I, that's that's cool that you follow local politics and you know you yeah, yeah. and that that is that is cool I, tr I i try to do the same um you know i'm not always good yeah. at it and sometimes i'm just like the news is overwhelming for me and i just and i don't look at it for a few days and but uh <clears throat> yeah i think in our case local politics is national politics <laughs> yeah, because, yeah yeah you know like New York, New York mayor is like in like the national news and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, yeah. Yang running local, and shit like that. Politics for you guys is a little bit different than Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like being cooped up for a year until shit started to open up, I was kind of like, I'd gotten to the point where I was just like, yeah, whatever. Everybody's cool. You know, like it's fine. Yeah. But now that I have to like fucking interact with people, like it's just like, wow. Fuck all these fucking people, dude. Oh, dude, it's like I, I've just, I yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm like I can't, I, can't, I fucking can't. Like you guys are fucking losers. I can't, dude, for real. And I will say, like, man, I, I so I, I actually really, I, I really liked living in Portland. Actually, it's been really cool. Like, uh, in the midst of all this shit, to have a change of scenery, it's been really nice. And I have some, I have some good friends here, and. Uh, it's, it's been, it's actually been great. Uh, I talked shit about Portland for the longest time and I was like, fuck, I will never move to fucking Portland. Fuck that place. But here I am. But, uh, so yeah, I was, like you said, it's like when we were all like quote unquote quarantined and whatever, we, it was just, we were all reflecting a lot and it's just like, man, all that petty drama that I had with people, all that stupid beef, I'm flushing all that down the drain like, but now that things are opening back up and I'm just seeing everybody out and about like groups of people at bars taking selfies, I'm like, no, actually like, I, I, I miss this. I miss fucking hating people, you know? And like in Portland, there's a lot of, I call them Instagram campers. There's like people that, you know, are who like to post on social media daily that like, or not once a week, like every Monday, you know, beginning of the week, they'll be like, I had the most amazing weekend of my life out at the fucking Columbia River Gorge with my friends. And it's like a group of 20 people and they all have like, you know, they're covered in tattoos and they have fucking shotguns in one hand and then a mimosa in the other. And then to celebrate, they go to a hip dive bar and it's just like, okay, you know what all of these people have in common is that they don't like write any sick riffs or put out any good records or any records. <laughs> it's just like, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm with you for Dan. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, I was a little more at peace when things were shut down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it's funny. Like yesterday I like, I, I saw pictures of like a bunch of like my friends 
at the beach who were like all hanging out and like having fun and like the same thing. It's just like, you know, fucking like tattoos and fucking sunscreen and fucking beach beers. And I was just like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, just, like, like go, go away. It's like, I, it's a really strange feeling like disliking other people's good times. Like it doesn't impact me at all, but like, obviously. And like, these are people who I, you know, I genuinely think are like, decent human beings but like yeah i i don't know i i think part of that like kind of like plays into you know the kind of music that i like the kind of art i consume and like kind of like yeah. shit that i make where it's like no matter what there's this like kind of like like real crippling sense of like i like like dismay towards humanity and like even those yeah. like that you like love and appreciate like and i mean that's something that i've always kind of like you know gotten out of funeral doom is that like you know it like yeah. it, it just it fits the fucking mood every mood because every yeah, it mood does. Of my, it does. Yeah. yeah like so where like how does this fucking like work in for you and like how does like how does like your personality like how does how does like fucking mortiferum caustic wound like work its way or work through your personality? Well, the thing about that is I'm actually for the most part a pretty chill dude, <laughs> or not. I'm actually no, I'm not chill at all. But uh, I guess it's a little bit less about personality and a little bit more about. Um, or it doesn't always start with that, but it it more just comes from like what I'm listening to, and. Uh, you know, what's giving me ideas to like play stuff. Like it always starts um, with the music before like lyrics come in. And uh, at the same time, it's like, even when I was a kid, I was just like, when my mom would like take me to Blockbuster and stuff, I was always like drawn to the horror movies and whatnot. And, you know, like I was always really into Halloween and like, I always wanted to like, that definitely was really like antisocial as a kid. And uh, <clears throat> I got like, you know, I was like into, I was into metal at like a really young age and I would like wear, you know, I wore a Metallica shirt to school and stuff. And, and I got like, you know, I, I got like bullied and shit. And, you know, as a lot of people like that did, and, um, that kind of, that did give me some like pretty, some negative reinforcement, I guess. And, but I don't know, like, uh, heavy music and extreme music has always just given me like even slow stuff and somber, like somber stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, dirty, just like depressing shit. It's like, I don't know. It always, it, it, it gives me a sense of purpose. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, it, in a weird way, it just has always made me feel good. Um, but, uh, with, um, with mortiferum, it's like, uh, a lot of, what's happened in the past year. It has been a pretty introspective year for me as it has for a lot of people. And I mean, yeah, for everybody. And, um, I did, uh, you know, with like the demo and the first record, it was sort of like, I, I was kind of learning <laughs> like how to write lyrics, um, in a death doom band. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm no, by no, I'm by no means like a great lyricist or writer or anything, but, uh, I would say now, unlike before it, um, 
it's a little bit more sincere and um you know what i'm what i'm the the, the ideas that are being discussed are they're not just like about me but it's about you know they're sort of a collective thing that i think the whole band represents and the music that we're making and um and yeah there's some like thematic things that i think uh being most attracted to extreme music and dark music and dark film and art and stuff did come from like being really antisocial as a kid and uh not doing super well in school not really being able to make friends and yeah so i I don't know like anytime i and it's weird because i didn't really have like i didn't have an older brother or anything you know i had uh, i had a couple friends that had older brothers and that's who um i had this one this one kid whose older brother was the one that like showed me Metallica and stuff, but um, those interactions were pretty, that that was pretty brief. And I don't remember much about that. And honestly, most of it was just like my own journey, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's, um, that's how my personality plays in to that kind of music, I guess. But I mean, I also, I, I love, I love all kinds of music. It's like, while that is, uh, while that's my favorite, you know, I do, as you know, I also like fucking, I also like whack shit, like the Beatles and, you know, Bob Dylan (laughs) and and the fucking Beach Boys and that kind of stuff. And I, I, you know, I I played in the fucking Tony Molina band for crying out loud like that. (laughs) I mean, we've, we've all, we've, we've all made our mistakes. Yeah, we've, um, all, we've all made our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But man, but I'm, I'm like I identify with this a lot, you know. Um like you like I'm I got a couple of years on you. Um mainly like, you know, you're like 18 years old and I'm like in my sixties. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, no. When I was growing but what yeah, like when I was fucking like growing up in like the eighties and nineties, it was like it was it was a great time for 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 music in a lot of ways, but it was also the time of like fucking satanic panic and like fucking like, you know, PMRC yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. And like um, you know, like parents like really caring about like fucking the mpaa like rating system and mm-hmm. like there was this people really believed that it was the art that was creating like the negativity and like you know and from the negativity like you know the bad behavior or like whatever like, rather, you know, like, rather than the other way around exactly and that like that's like that's the thing is like people thought like you know because you listened to slayer you're gonna fucking cut yourself and yeah. like fucking yeah. like you know yeah. kill a kill a chicken like and, that, and that's a, the, and that's how like you know all the school teachers and stuff and like my family members thought about all that stuff too and i was and meanwhile i'm like no man you guys don't get it man you guys are the ones that are fucked up and that's why i listen to this stuff <laughs> i mean dude but, it's so yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> It's but, uh, so true. I got, I had the same deal with like fucking, um, you know, I didn't have an older brother or anything like that. And I fucking came into metal through like watching the fucking headbangers ball. Straight up. My era of headbangers ball was uh, not as cool as yours. You had Jamie Josta. I had Ricky Rackman. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. It's it's up for debate which one is actually 
cooler. And I would go far as far as say yours is probably cooler, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. cooler than mine. Yeah. Uh, you know what I would say, by the way, like can, uh, to, to just uh, dovetail what you said, Brian, is like, you know, like hearing all these stories about like Judas Priest being Satanists and like fucking, you know, like Slayer being like Satanists and like Metallica sketchy and all that. Straight up, that made me want to listen to them more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Exactly. It's like when it's the same thing with like, I, I man, it's just like when you're, you know, when you're school teachers, when politicians and when your parents uh, treat anything like that as sort of a forbidden fruit, it's just like you, you, you want to eat the forbidden fruit. You know, you're like, you know, it makes yeah. it that much more appealing. You know, the fact that my parents were like, like I came home with uh, like a Slayer CD and they were like, what? Like, like I remember my, um, <laughs> like, it was like, like, here's your allowance, like go to Sam Goody. And uh, it was, I, 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 and I bought an Iron Maiden. I bought CD, I bought a number of the beasts. And, you know, there's, there's Eddie on the cover. There's the zombie. And my parents were like, what the fuck is this shit? And I was just like, oh, dude, I fucking scored. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even care if, they, if I like this or not. Like, like the fact that they were still like freaked out about it, just like got me more into it. And even now, like the past like nine years, like I've been living in fucking Olympia and the whole time I've been playing in like death metal bands there. But in a place, it's kind of cool because even in a place like that, uh, it's it's not really like a like a metal town, despite the fact that there are a couple well known acts for it. And most of my, I didn't have I, even there like for the past decade, most of my friends aren't there, weren't into death metal and stuff. And I I don't know, it's just like that. <clears throat> it was another thing that uh, I, I almost felt like just as much of an outsider as I did when I was like a kid in middle school, you know, um, yeah. not so much, but like, you know, it, that still just made it more appealing. And the fact that like people are like, Oh, turn this shit off, dude. man. You know, I'm never going to forget like, you know, the first time I ever fucking heard Slayer and, you know, not thinking like, Oh shit, this is evil. But like, just having this like feeling like, you know, like, Oh shit. Like somebody gets it. Like somebody yeah. like, 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 yeah. like, that, like same, the, yeah. the sounds I, is how I feel. It didn't. Yeah. I, I never like the only thing, the only reason I knew that stuff was quote unquote evil was because, you know, other people were saying it was evil. I was like, who cares? Like it's, they're just making music. It's gimmicky. Like even as a kid, I was like, it's like, you don't say that kind of shit about horror movies. You just like, don't watch them if you don't want to. Like hearing that, it just sounded like incredibly fucking powerful music. It's like, that is, like I've always loved the sound of the electric guitar. And uh, if you're, if you're a lover of that instrument and you hear fucking flare and it doesn't make you feel anything, it's like, dude, like what? I've never heard anybody yeah. who's, who's like a lover of guitar music say, I mean, some people that aren't metalheads maybe, but like, <laughs> I feel like even those people appreciate flare, you know, but, but yeah. yeah, man, when I was, when I was young and I discovered like flare and Metallica and stuff, I was just like, this is, like th this is my music this is like the most powerful music i've ever heard you know it's like it's intense but you know I, I i hear what they're saying i understand it and it just made me want to just be a guitar player for the rest of my life 
that's another way that uh, my personality plays into mortiferum and caustic wound. It's the the dark stuff does come from a personal place, but it's just like with both of those bands, um, those riffs. And I'm not the only person that writes riffs in in either bands. Uh, both Chase and Tony do, and 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 the two drummers both like have cre- everybody has creative input. I'm not like trying to uh, take credit for that, but um, what it all comes from is just like me sitting in my bed any of us sitting in our bedroom and just you know just totally being immersed in our fucking instrument and um you know just playing what we're feeling trying to make it you know interesting trying to make it memorable trying to make it uh you know maybe not technical but a little bit intricate and um you know it's the same uh same approach that i had when i was you know, 11 years old, trying to just figure out a Slayer song. Even even though, like, it's, you know, it's, with Caustic Wound, it's like, it is grindcore, but because we're, like, nerds, we can't really just, like, do noisy riffs. Like, we have to, we have to do, like, act like death metal riffs. Mm-hmm. We play them really fast and kind of sloppy so that it sounds more, like, grindy or whatever. But um, long story short, I'm the exact same as I was when I was 11. I, I mean... <laughs> I think that that's kind of when most of us peak. So <laughs> like if you kind of like, if, if you just keep it right fucking there, then like, yeah, you're, you're, you're fucking gold. You're, but when you were 11, you were living in fucking Westchester, New York. What fucking took you from Westchester to Olympia, Washington, now Portland? Take a, take a wild guess. Either school or a relationship. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Evergreen State College. So the mm. Mormon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also, like, but part part of that was also um, I, I chose I, I chose that school a because because I'm actually like a, a fucking idiot, and uh, they have a high acceptance rate, <laughs> and I just but I I, I always had this like. Uh, kind of affinity for just the Northwest. And, you know, I was always interested in it growing up. I like, you know, I, I, um, I was always interested in like the, the punk and stuff. And like, of, of course, when I was a kid, I loved shit like Nirvana and Mud Honey and the Melvins and whatnot. And, but also like, uh, you know, like Poison Idea and, uh, you know, the, the K record scene of Olympia, the riot girl scene of Olympia, all the, uh, you know, I read when I was in early high school, I read like our band could be your life. And, uh, that was, that had a big impact on me, but yeah, I've just always, uh, I just, when I was a kid, I always like romanticized Washington state and, um, and, and Oregon too. And just, uh, always thought it was really cool you know like maybe if i like go be somewhere where it's where it's raining a lot then it'll give me all these cool dark ideas and stuff and (laughs) uh but yeah i went yeah it was it was just for school and then i um i ended up sticking around for a real long time (laughs) you know you know what's interesting and bernan i i all right old guy shit i'm gonna say real quick i can't even imagine being like 16 or 17 and a book like our band could be our life is out. You know what I'm saying? And then taking it in. I, when I was that young, there was, I can't think of a book like that that would be comparable. Right. I mean, I, I think our band could be your life came out with like, 
in my early twenties. I think yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like, I, I was, I remember reading it like when I think, I think I was like maybe like 22 or something, but I, I mean, we like, there was like, please kill me. Mm-hmm. There was definitely like, you know, yeah. Lords of chaos came out when I was like 18 or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That like, and that was, that was a game changer. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I, didn't quite understand the controversy around it at the time. Uh, but mm-hmm. now I do. And uh, I feel very strange even talking about Lords of Chaos because Michael Moynihan is a piece of shit. He is, he, is a, he is a fucking piece of shit for sure. But I, I while we are talking about Lords of Chaos, I, I do have to say that book was a huge game changer for me as a kid. Same, it, absolutely. It, it, was, it was so... It was, and what's funny about that is my aunt and uncle who are, who are cool, but they're like total fucking squares. They got that book for me just because of the name and the cover. And, uh, uh, it says it like, like, what is it? Like the bloody rise of the satanic metal underground. They were like, yeah. Oh, I bet Matt, like, you know, our nephew, Max, he likes that metal stuff. We should get him this book. And I'm, I'm really, really young. So it's like, I, um, I, I knew, I knew who like Mayhem and Dark Throne and like Burzum and, and and shit were, and I had heard them a little bit, but um, I ha- I had I was a kid, so I hadn't gone much deeper than that. And uh, mm-hmm. they got me that book just because they were like, well, you know, like he can actually like read <laughs> a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, no, that was I uh, I would like bring that book to school with me, and I would just like sit by myself <laughs> like reading that book. Oh, and dude. people were just like, "What a fucking loser!" Like, what? Like, what is that? What's that book you're reading? And I'm just like, "You would get it, get away from me." But um, <laughs> no, but it, honestly, that book, like all, all the controversy aside, it actually it goes, it does go pretty in depth as far as like just musical stuff uh, goes. Like you know, and like it's like a lot of you know, they get into some pretty obscure shit in that book, but, uh, anyway, Completely agreed. don't really yeah. want, don't really want to, uh, you know, give any more praise to that, to that author or any, you know, or any of the, the obvious stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, but, it's, it's like that one dude, like the other dude, Diedrich, uh, from my yeah. understanding, he's like, like, a legit cool scholar uh so it's like i you know i don't i don't want to like shit on his work but yeah it's like you can kind of tell when like where like somebody like put like you know a degree of scholarly thought uh into it and like a lot of research and then there's this other part where it's just like fucking talking about majestic wolves and garbage like that and yeah that, like, that, sh- that shit sucks <laughs> like fucking like you know, like you know like the like yeah like the like the inner werewolf and like I don't know, like yeah fucking pagan garbage like yeah. I, I mean and, and like at the time like I didn't even really know that that was sketchy I just thought that shit was fucking boring yeah and same, same. I, yeah but it's like it's, it's like just fucking like more people die and have fucking like it from abruptum call fucking varg like more like terrible slurs like (laughs) (laughs) you know like like that like that's the thing that like sticks out in my head and then like yeah yeah, all this fucking pontification about like you know like your inner beast and fucking black metal like you know like like being this like thing about that i don't know fucking stupid did you guys see the movie yes what'd you think 
Yeah. Um, I, I hated it so much. Yeah. I thought it fucking absolutely sucked dick. It was like, it, I mean, it, well, I expected to go into, I went into it expecting it to be kind of bad, but like in a funny way, yeah. but it wasn't even, it wasn't even bad in a funny way. And it, then by the end of it, I was, I just got annoyed because it's like that, that is it. That is a cool story. Like, that yeah. it's an it's an interesting story and you could make a good movie about it. Yes. And they just yeah. and they just tried to make it like a borderline parody that was like not executed well. But then I, I felt like I wasn't sure if they were like they couldn't quite decide between whether or not they wanted to go for a full on like mockumentary or like a biopic. And it was just like, what the fuck am I watching? And then they yeah. tried to get like kind of like experimental with parts of it and then they their whole uh portrayal of like uh the park murder was totally fucked and off and really really problematic and they portrayed it for i took it as like i don't know it's like that was absolutely a fucking hate crime yeah. Uh, oh yeah and yeah. They, they didn't portray it that way at all so yeah that movie fucking sucked and yes, uh, um well, I was yeah, I was surprised, you know, with Jonas Ackerland and all of that. I'm surprised that I was surprised that it wasn't taken with as much care as it should have been. You know? Yeah, I, I know. I was yeah. I mean, he's like fucking like 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 third tier Bathory. So I like, so I, like I, I, yeah, I know yeah. of him way more from like YouTube videos. Just, just <laughs> yeah, just just being like some fucking like commercial shill. And yeah. but I mean, like, like he's he's gonna take it more serious than like if you had like Ron Howard or some shit, dude. Yeah, and it's like I, I don't know. Like I mean, still, it's like third tier Bathory, but any involvement whatsoever, you would I you would yeah no fair, fair. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. A part of me fucking part of me hates it. Another part of me. And like it's kind of like a growing part of me, with the exception of the park scene, like fucking really loves it. Um, I think that like the, the like I think the death scene is like like what is like fucking wild. Um, yeah, the the, 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 the Euronymous murder scene. No, no, no. When fucking death kills himself. Oh, oh, oh! oh when dead kills himself. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. That's fucking hell! God damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, God, let's edit that. Uh, yeah, dude, dude poser exposed over here. <laughs> oh, my poser God. Exposed. Yeah, dude, yeah, oh, damn, fucking dark. Poser uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, let me fucking uh, refix this. The dead murder scene, or like the, the dead suicide scene, is just like fucking wild. Yeah. Um, and like, for what it's worth, it's like these fucking fools take themselves so seriously. I like the idea of like just making this shit Dawson's Creek. Cause like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> as like, 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 like as serious as like you take it as important as it is. It's like, you know, we're all fucking like in like some fucking like suspended fucking, you know, like Peter Pan, never, never land shit. And yeah. like, it's like, absolutely. Like, but like, yeah, that, I mean, but like fucking the, the, the music, I don't know, man. Like, still, if you put on the Mysterious, it's like that. That record is fucking incredible. 
like of that course. record that exactly. record is so fucking powerful and it's just like yeah sure like all all of us even like the like darkest of evil death metal and black metal bands and stuff it's like like you're saying we're all like <laughs> we all have a little bit of like the peter pan syndrome <laughs> going on oh, that's yeah. for sure but but it's like it doesn't negate the fact that that music is like you know it ultimately it's like the notoriety is part of it but at least those people uh were backing it up with like you know sick records world's opening up life's fucking happening you just finished a new mortiferum record when's that coming out uh the new mortiferum record is planned to come out in october like uh cool. later like later in the month cool yeah cool. and you, do you have any fucking not, not, uh, not on halloween not on not on no we're, no, we're not doing that shit i, I think i think i, I, I <laughs> I feel, like <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're really missing an opportunity to like you know like to like to like celebrate the darkness you know like real metal. yeah dude like 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 the true fucking tortured guys that we are man like yeah man it's yeah, yeah. You know, a, a group yeah. of like four evergreen state college graduates like <laughs> yeah you, you do know that it's, album uh, we- I was just gonna say October is International Cheese Month. Oh, yeah, dude, that's sick. I love cheese. Cheese rips. It's also, I mean, it's, it's also uh, the month I was born. I was born on the 1st of October. Oh, so you're like at the very beginning of the cheese. That's great. So yeah, that's, co- yeah, that's coming out. Uh, that's being mastered literally right now. Um, cool. Yeah, it's, at, it's at the mass it's in the hands of the mastering engineer um it was recorded by andrew oswald um he is a dude uh he's from san diego he's been making records since he was like a teenager and uh he like started off doing pretty diy stuff he's like recorded in all kinds of weird places like he recorded a band like in a fucking skate bowl once. And, uh, he's, um, he plays in a band called marbled eye and a band. Oh, called yeah, yeah, yeah. Public oh, yeah. Interest. yeah. 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 And, uh, killer fucking musician, killer dude. Um, we got in touch with him, uh, because he, he ended up remixing our last album after we just like ran into some issues with it. Um, uh, we decided we just wanted to like hand it off to somebody with fresh ears, but um, everybody who uh, played any role in the last on the last record did a great job, and we're super happy with every aspect of that. But uh, mm. we 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 hit we did hit a point with it where we were just like, you know what? Like, I think we're all kind of losing perspective, and um, so we're just going to give it to somebody with fresh ears to remix. What a fucking nightmare! You know what I'm talking about, Berdan? You ever have to do that? You ever have to get uh, an album remixed? I'm fortunate enough that like, I never have, um, Must be nice. like, it, well, I mean, it's one of those things like, 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 you know, like my bandmate is like, you know, the guy who fucking like engineers everything. And oh, like, yeah, you're, yeah, you, you know, that's, yeah. So it's one of those things that even if I'm like, ah, I don't really like this choice. He's like, he can explain the science behind it. And I'm kind of like, uh okay uh, <laughs> yeah that's kind of uh, how i am too in that situation dude we we talked about uh we we discussed uh recording the first one with 
with Greenberg. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we, I mean, it ended up not, you know, we, New York City and, you know, like no, totally. a bunch of factors, but we did talk about it. And he's, yeah, he's definitely a wizard, that guy. Ben is a tremendous producer, tremendous engineer. And, uh, you know, if uh, you guys ever find your way out fucking east, like you definitely should fucking do it I, with him. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is good to know. Hell yeah, Greenberg, fucking dork. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, that's still the case. That's yeah, that's fucking amazing. I had no idea. I was going to ask you about tour stuff for fucking oh, yeah. fall. Um, what's what's that looking like? You got a record coming out in October. You guys imagining you're going to fucking try to tour shortly yeah, around so, the, after that. So, so, yeah, we have some plans to uh to hit the road in november um i haven't really processed it yet (laughs) like it feels Mm -hmm. it feels like kind of uh feels kind of surreal i feel like it probably just will happen i feel like I, i i don't know there's so many factors about you know, the state of the pandemic and vaccines and whatnot and where people are at with that, whether people are comfortable with that or not. And um, the way I've kind of taught myself to handle that is um, I don't ever want to feel the way that I felt in April of 2020 ever again, where like Mm -hmm. every day I'm checking the news neurotically, just wondering how much longer it's going to be until I can play a show again every day knowing it's going to be longer and longer and longer and farther and farther away than I could imagine. And, uh, and here, and here we are. Um, I think when we, when this first, when this first, when shit first started hitting the fan, we, um, you know, in our like worst nightmares, it would have been like a few months or like Mm -hmm. a year, not almost two years. And so, Um, we are just going to be rehearsing relentlessly and, um, making sure that we are fucking ready as hell for whatever comes our way. But, um, I'm also just like, I, I feel like I am mentally prepared for anything to happen that, you know, would prevent us from touring and it would, it would suck, but I don't want to feel like uh, as let down as I did last year when all that shit happened. So I'm just not getting my hopes up. <laughs> but um, but anyway, the 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 more the more I, here's positive Max talking for a second. Uh, that is that we we do have a tour planned in November right now. I am really excited for it. Um, we just um, the next thing after that um, that we have planned is both. Mortiferum and Caustic Wound are playing California Death Fest. And I'm, Sick. Fucking, I'm fucking stoked about that. That's like <clears throat> the lineup's insane. It's like Autopsy, Mortician, Sacramentum, 324, all fucking Onslaught. Uh, Shrek plays Pungent Stench and uh, t- tons more. I know Miasmatic Necrosis is gonna like, gonna go out and do it. Are they doing that? Sick. That yeah, that miasmatic necrosis record is so fucking gnarly, man. It's just like I, I like no bands, no current grind is one of those things where like uh, you know I 
I like all different kinds of it, but like when it comes to, uh, what we are like, or I don't know what I'm trying to like rip off <laughs> in, in mm. caustic wound. It's like, I, I like the classic, you know, I like, um, you know, I like the formula of like terrorizer and repulsion and napalm death and, uh, uh, early carcass and whatnot. But I like the, you know, I like mm. the griminess of like, uh, Polish stuff like dead infection and, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, then like Spanish death grind stuff, like, uh, like looking for an answer and, uh, machetazo and shit, but like, what, machetazo is the yeah, yeah. What I was going to say was, I, that was a digression. I just immediately started talking about myself. <laughs> so sick. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> miasmatic necrosis, uh, just really have that Eastern European thing that not a lot of, uh, that not a lot of, new grind bands are doing and uh i just think they're so fucking sick so i i i do hope that we uh can do more stuff other than just play california death fest with them we have a uh in may we're uh confirmed for a very 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 fucking long uh u.s tour with a band i won't say the name of right now uh-huh. uh <laughs> and um that is going to be cool. We are, uh, we have a couple unannounced best appearances on that too, which I'm stoked about. Um, yeah, again, like it's, it's weird because, um, all that stuff is that long tour is a year out. <laughs> from now it's right. like it's it's so weird to think about man it's like Jesus. so much happens in a year um it's so fucking weird <clears throat> some bands uh that i'm friends with are telling me like i mean you guys probably have some stuff like this too but like i've been talking to some people that uh have things booked out as far as 2024 Christ. I uh we're not that far out yet, but, but uh but 2020 fucking four. It's like God, that's just so insane. Like what if yeah so much can so much can happen in that time. So anyway, I we I love touring. Others uh don't like touring as much and others like can't really tour a whole lot. Um because uh like in like caustic caustic wound, we've kind of just always agreed from the from the get go. It's like, you know, we 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 want to take that band really seriously and put out a lot of stuff and 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 play a good amount. But uh, doing big extensive tours just isn't really that band's bag because we uh, might do more of that with more Tifram and like Casey has Casey has like two businesses and like a kid and. Um, <clears throat> But also, it's like, I don't know, with that kind of music, it's like, we don't, you know, <clears throat> with Grind, I think it's cooler to, like, keep it a little more under the radar and, you know, not be, I don't know, it's, it, I, I guess I kind of take that back. I think any band should just do whatever the fuck they want and touring tight and whatever. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, even early on when we, uh, before everybody had those things, we kind of just, uh, we never set out to, you know tour the whole planet um but 
but yeah, hope, but I do think next year we're going to try to catch up a little bit because we put out, um, we like put out death posture and then didn't really get to do any, like anything on it at yeah. all. Um, that came, it, it was like announced shortly before the pandemic and it, uh, came out like it, literally in April of 2020, like right after. And, um, but yeah, we didn't care. We're like, it's just, they, let's just, who cares? Let's just get it out for people to hear it. And, you know, um, yeah. we, we can do, we can do stuff later. Um, I'm, I'm, we're just like gonna, I I am happy as fuck that we didn't do any live streams or anything like that. No shade mm-hmm. on anybody who chose to, I think it's, I think it's totally cool. And it's like something to rehearse for. Um, <clears throat> But anytime we, uh, the reason I'm happy we didn't is because anytime we talked about doing it and made any kind of plan to do it, we, um, we just found that it was like, uh, rehearsing for that was just getting in the way of, uh, rehearsing for the record mm-hmm. that we wanted to do. Yeah. This, is, this, this is now more Tiferim that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but actually, no, it's, it was, it's both bands because both bands uh, were like asked to do similar things. And it was the same thing where it's like, well, if we have this free time, I mean, we could, we could do that. And it might be like kind of fun, but you know, with, with this time that we have, we just, both bands have just thought it was better to like make new music. Did you guys, either you guys even watch any, I watched the nothing one and I watched an undergang one. And I think that's it. I watched, I watched the Undergang one. I watched uh, I watched the Blood Incantation Adult Swim one. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, um, I saw a couple more than that. I'm pretty sure. I just can't think of any right now because I'm a fucking asshole. I didn't. I didn't see a single one. Uh, I like nothing against it. I just. You know, it's just, it's just, I, I, I it's just weird, man. It feels it it feels weird to watch it. And it's like I don't know. The internet cuts out, and you're watching it on your laptop, and it's just like this fucking sucks. This is so it's like depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird and depressing, and I it may, it somehow made me feel more isolated. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think I nothing against it, and I do think. Uh, Oh, you know who did one that was really fucking sick, actually? Um, and come to think of it, it wasn't even a live stream. That's another thing. Is But, like, some bands did, like, pre-recorded sets where yeah, they, like, yeah. rent out a space and, like, make it look cool and just, like, film a set and then edit it and put that out. Um, this band, Electric Chair, a punk band from Olympia. Good band. Killer band. And their uh, pre-recorded live set was so goddamn sick it was like they they rented out the capitol theater in Oli in downtown Oli and they got like they got these like low laying uh fog machines and uh it was it, the way it was filmed it was filmed like analog and it looked it kind of felt like you were watching like a live at hammersmith video from the fucking eighties except just without people and it was shot in a way where you couldn't really see that it was like an empty room and it was weird and they just uh they played with so much energy and like the singer Trey, they were just like fucking going nuts as if there were a ton of people uh watching them and it was 
it, it, it was it was shot in such a way where you couldn't really tell that that's what it was. Um, mm. So yeah, that was stuff like that is fucking awesome, and I thought that was really good. And I think it's still up. You guys should cool cool shit. Yeah, uh, I think that was kind of like uh, the the nothing and <clears throat> full of hell ones. It was like it wasn't. It was some, it was called a live stream, but it definitely was not. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, and it was really artfully done, and it was it was interesting. And that was the first one I watched, and then I watched the Undergang one, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is more traditional." Yeah. What if you fuck up really bad? What if you fuck up like horribly, horribly bad? Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, we were we were supposed to do one for uh, uh, for Le Pisson Rouge is fucking like for for Renview over here, and um, mm. it was supposed to be like fucking live, live, like. They, they, they have this fucking like whole crew. They had all this shit and they were like, they give us a bunch of money, whatever. But like, it was to be done like at that time. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we can really fucking pull this off. Like, but then they yeah. wound up like, they wound up fucking uh, like they had this whole series and they wound up canceling the series halfway through. So didn't have to do it anyway. And didn't get what any a, fucking money. Ow, bummer. What a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, um, I did, uh, I, I, I did want to just make a point to like really sing, uh, uh, Andrew Oswald's praise, um, just what it was like working with him on, on our record. Like he, he's a fucking amazing engineer and, um, he, uh, <laughs> we're like a pretty, we are a pretty difficult group of dudes to deal with in terms of like, you know, we, we have like a lot of really specific requests and demands and stuff. And, you know, like I, myself, I know I'm really nitpicky about shit. And, uh, then there's also just the fact that I'm like fucking like I'm hammered the whole time in the studio. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and be like, oh, can you just like make it louder, dude? No, it's not loud enough. And uh, uh, yeah, he was he was really patient the whole time, and we could just I could just tell that um, at this point in the post production, he's like, you know, he's sending us emails after midnight because he's just like working long hours on our record. And uh, so yeah, he's <clears throat> he's fucking awesome. What 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 should we talk about in closing? Um, uh, Let's let's just talk about how terrible Tony is. Tony is terrible because he. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it's I, like I'm, I mean, I'm gonna it's, have it's, to. I'm gonna have to pull out my journal. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tony's Tony's because it's it's like if you listen to his fucking like weird weak ass like kind of like quasi Beatles bullshit um, <laughs> like, and even like the, the you know like the thin Lizzy fucking you know nonsense that he was doing with you Max like it's like you know you don't really like think of him as like somebody that you should like could be talked about on a metal podcast but honestly yeah. he deserves to be here way more than any of us yeah um, yeah, yeah 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 that's for sure and no and like, I became friends with him like because of uh you know, my old death metal band Bone Sickness played with his like fucking whack hardcore band Scalp. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, but no, but after that, we we became friends just talking about death. Like that's how we became friends. Yeah, you know, he was yeah. like 
he knows all the stuff he really did grow up on on it and not like in the cool way either like he was like he, he knows you know like he, he's very very deeply into brutal death metal and also he's like he's legitimate like close friends with people from like the west bay death metal death metal and like grind and fucking power violence shit and it's just like oh okay like we can clown on him all we want but like he can just like text the singer of immortal fate anytime he wants <laughs> like, yeah you know, I'm, sure, like, I'm yeah. sure he does <laughs> yeah well I, I you know I will say that as soon as we got done talking he texted me this yo send me the Bowman interview unedited right now bro LMAO oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he said for Dan the exact same thing didn't he <laughs> I think I slept. I I think he might have, but I slept through it. Like his oh, fucking. Oh, what, what, was that oh no! You sent from- you yeah you you sent me like the like I uh, like like I need the fucking and I was at the vet. <laughs> okay, okay. So I love I, I legit love you. I'm glad that you I did love, this. I love, I love you too, man. I love you too, Fred. And yeah, I fucking love you guys. And yeah, this was sick. And uh, right, have fun going going and doing whatever whatever other publicist metal shit you're going to go do now. And <laughs> that's all I did. That's fine. Now, and I, I'll, I'll, te- I'll text you making fun of you for your career when I'm at the pizza shop working. Mid, mid pie toss. You can always do what I do and live off of your fucking girlfriend. Uh, I mean, tr- tr- trust me. I do that. <laughs> I, do that, I do that too to a certain extent. Hey, babe, I'm gonna go on tour again. <laughs> Can you just cover my rent? <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. See you later, fucking dork. Peace, y'all. Be easy, bitch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Metal Matters. Make sure you like or subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, to get the most recent episodes automatically delivered to your phone. Thanks for listening, and catch you next week. Follow us on Twitter at Metal Matters Pod and Instagram at metal.matters.pod.